0: Fucking, if, if that noise doesn't describe how I feel perfectly, then I don't know what does. I'm feeling flat, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm feeling flat, just like the earth. No, nah, I didn't mean to trigger anyone, but I, seriously, I'm serious. I'm feeling a little off off kilter today, and last couple of days in general, really. I think the weather has taken its toll on me. It's taken its toll on all of us, because um, we're all from the, Go- well, I, I, the only people listening listen to this are probably from the Gold Coast. Um, here on the Gold Coast, we are quite precious in terms of the weather, meaning that year round, it's perfect conditions to do anything. It's blue skies, hot sun, fucking pristine, magical pristine weather. So then when we get a couple of days of grey skies and, and rain, we all go mad depresso, including your boy. So apologies for the lack of energico today. That is actually a very obscure reference to um, The Master of Disguise, which is one of my favourite movies ever, if you haven't seen it. It's the best. Energico, energico. I'm going to be a master of disguise. I'm going to be a master of disguise. I'm going to be a... If you, don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're missing the fuck out, because it's brilliant. It's Dana Carvey. It's Dana Carvey, who's um, Mike Myers' counterpart in Wayne's world. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. If you're not familiar with that either, fuck you twice. Can't tell my fave movies. Possibly because I love making voices. But my, yeah, what was I talking about?
1: Master of Disguise? Yeah, fucking, what a banger of a movie that is. Such a red-hot banger.
0: Am I not turdly enough for the turtle club? God, that's giving me flashbacks. How did I get onto that? I said I was... All I I said was Energico.
1: Which isn't even a reference. It's just a reference to my own obscure mind. Another cult classic. Right... Oddly enough, bro, my favourite movie is probably The Cat in the Hat. Straight up. Hands down, man. That's, I know that's a kids' movie, but that movie is the fucking best. It is the best. What, oh, I can, what was I talking about? And it, it,
0: uh, look, today's going to be all over the shop because I'm all over the shop. So, we're just going to talk about the fights that happened on the weekend because that's kind of all that's happened this week. I snuggled up on the couch in the rain and watched one of the best UFC cards of the fucking year. 256. I believe it's the last pay per view UFC card of the year. It was spectacular. Um,. I'll talk about a couple of the fights. Well, I'll talk, about, I'll talk about a few of the fights. They were fucking... I'll talk about the ones that were really good. Starting off on the prelims was Chase Hooper versus Peter Barrett. Now, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. Love me some jiu-jitsu. Love a choke. Love a crank. Love a fucking tip-tap. Tapioca.
1: Tapioca!
0: Love it, bro. It's my favorite shit ever. Uh, But Chase Hooper shits me to tears because he can't strike for shit. And that's coming from someone who can't strike for shit. But he goes out there and stands in front of people with zero head movement and just... Uh, Just gets his head rocked back and forth again and again. In the last, like, I've seen him fight three times now because he's like this... He's like this jujitsu prodigy. And I'm like, sick, he's going to go out there and fucking dive at his ankle or fucking take him down and like, you know, leg lock him and shit. I'm like, yes, bro, I'm all about it. And he just stands up and tries to like kickbox and just gets fucking rock em, sock him, roboted. It's so hard to watch. He's like 20, he's like 20 years old. He's 20 flat and he just gets absolutely concussed every fight. And he doesn't go down because I think he's, he's got, that, got that vitality. You know what I mean? He's got that strong, young chin. But anyway, he ended up winning in the third round by a heel hook. It was a nice heel hook, but it wasn't like... When I when I think of like a nice heel hook, I think of Ryan Hall spinning under BJ Penn, snapping his leg up and just wrenching him in fucking like a minute. That's what I think of when I think of a good heel hook. Not getting beat up for three rounds and then when your third Imanari roll works you're able to leg lock, like, all credit, Chase Hooper, good for you, but it's more of a, like, Peter Barrett, you shit, because you didn't, you couldn't knock that kid out, it was just fucking, it was like, it was there for the taking the whole fight, and then he ended up just, like, letting him leg lock him, essentially, he just didn't escape it, anyway, could, I could just be over-analytical of him, because I'm like, you should be better, you should be better for all of us, but, you know, he isn't, anyway, moving on, Chase Hooper, you dog, sorry guys, I'm in a filthy mood, all right, <laughs> what was the next point, um, Tisha Torres defeats Sam Hughes, oh, I don't even think I, oh yeah, I did watch that, Tisha Torres just fucking put it on her so hard, immediately, for five minutes straight, And Old Love had no answers. And then they stopped it due to her eye being quote-unquote closed. But I've seen, hey, I've seen way puffier, way closed eyes. Way closed eyes? Way more closed eyes. Eyes that have been way more closed. Eyes that are shut. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck you. Girls, a good fight. Tisha Torres. Good to see her in the win column again. What a little beast of a woman. Then Gavin Tucker versus Billy Quarrenfield. Uh that was a sick fight. High pace. Gavin Tucker just got the better him in, in the end, was just more well rounded. Uh we'll move on to because fucking you know you don't know who that is. Um Rafael Fiziev Fiziev, I don't know how to say his name, should probably learn because he fucked up Renato Moicano in the first round. Actually, like one of the best performances of the card. Looked flawless. I believe he got the Um performance bonus well deserved, very well deserved, he's a scary motherfucker, he's terrifying, I think he fights out a Tiger Muay Thai in, um, in Thailand, if I'm not mistaken, and bruh, he's no joke, if he fights in the future, I put money on him, I didn't put money on any of these cards because I'm broke, just saying, although I did pay for the card, so I'm a, I'm a good boy, so all you illegal streamers out there can, you know, suck a fuck, After that was Cub Swanson, who defeated Daniel Pineda, Pineda, man, I'm bad at names. I could never work for the UFC probably for that reason. I couldn't get half the names right. Anyway, Cub Swanson, who's about 40 years old, like highlight walk-off KO Daniel Pineda, Pineda in round two in spectacular fashion. And it was fucking outrageous. I was, I was jumping up and down for that one. That was, that was epic. Even though I was snugged up on the couch, he had me on my feet towards the end there. Uh, and that was the end of the prelims. And the prelims all year have been epic. It's almost like their they're own card. I know they have already always been the, the prelim card, but now it feels like they're structured to the point where the last fight's always a good fight and it gets you, like, ready for the main event. I don't know. if if it's, it's, But this year specifically, it actually feels like there's main and co-mains to the prelims. They're all bangers. They have been all year. That's
1: where the best fights are. So if you're sleeping on the prelims, you're missing half the action. Anyway, moving on to the main card. We had Cyril
0: Gain versus Junior Dos Santos. Cyril Gain, I'd seen him fight before. I can't remember when, but he's this big black French dude. And like, anytime you have like big black French dudes, you're probably in trouble.
1: You know what I mean? They're a bit different. They're like half African, half European. Got all the grit, got all the glamour. This will, I will knock you out. It will be beautiful. So I just kept
0: elbowing him in the face. Terrible French accent. Anyway, Silgain so absolutely pieced up. JDS. JDS kind of looked a bit long in the tooth, actually. Looked like he didn't belong there. Looked a little bit old. I think he should be looking at retirement, even though he's one of the greats. Future cha- uh, Future champion. Ex-champion. He got absolutely, like, obliterated and just... He, t- he, he turned away at the la- in the last sequence of the, of the fight and got elbowed just behind the ear in that sweet, soft spot right there and kind of complained that he was getting elbowed in the back of the head. But, uh, I mean, you could argue it. You could argue it. You could argue it. You know, you could argue anything. People do these days. You could argue it. But I just don't think it was, it wasn't to the back of the head. He was turning away as the strike landed. So I'd think, I think it was perfectly legal. I mean, if he hit me with it, I'd be complaining as well.
1: If he he hit me with it, I'd be dead. And then we had Kevin Holland
0: versus Jacare Souza, who's such a fucking beast. And Kevin Holland knocked him out with his hands off his back back which was one of the fucking wildest things I've ever seen in my life Kevin Holland who mind you that was his fifth win in 2020 which like three other fighters have ever won five fights in a year like that yeah and he didn't no didn't lose one fight all year five fights I think it's there's uh yeah two other people or something he was like the third person ever to do it five wins inside a year which is fucking crazy especially considering this year um, so he's come out of nowhere and just started talking all the shit and beating all the dicks. It sounds like he's masturbating them, but he's not. He's punching them hard, <sighs> real hard. <laughs> no, um, it was funny though. Cause Dana actually didn't, I think, I can't, I can't remember the story exactly, but he, um, pretty much like swore him out and was like, fuck this kid, he talks too much shit, he's not going to be in anything in the UFC, like I don't like him, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then he just started winning and like beating people and talking shit to them the whole time. I think because of COVID, because there's no one in the audience, he can like fully talk to the dude across the octagon and you can hear him. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Pretty much. And then I, th- I, what did he, say? he said something to him on the ground. He said something just before it. He was just like, hey, like, I don't know what he said He was saying something cheeky. And then as Jacare Sosa's like leaning in to listen to, 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 you know, probably convert it from English to Portuguese. He's like, excuse me, what was that? gong Got hit in the face and knocked out on his knees. And then he fell back on his knees and like scorpioned himself to the point where he couldn't stand up and just got, and then took another fucking three strikes. It was... Oh, bro, straight up the worst position to be in. You don't want to be scorpioned ever. Never want to be scorpioned. So Kevin Holland's a motherfucker. He's been talking the talk, and he's been walking the walk. So watch out for Kevin Holland. Then it was the, the ladies. The ladies! It was Mackenzie Dern versus Verna Jan DeRober, or as I like to call her, Rob Schneider's ugly brother. Did you see that chick? Bro, did you see that chick? Um, Verna Janderober. So many people were posting about it online because she was fucking, dude, so cross-eyed. She looks like Rob Schneider in Animal. You ever seen Animal? Yeah. He's, it's, it looked like that. <laughs> she looked like Rob Schneider's ugly brother. Did you get her up? Verna, V-I-R-N-A, J-A-N-D-I-O-B-A. And you look me in the eyes, Jack Fogarty, and you tell me that that isn't Rob Schneider's ugly brother. She's got, for those listening, (laughs) I was going to say two eyes. Two eyes, both of them crossed. She's got curly as fuck hair. And she's like half... She, well, she's Brazilian, but she looks... Yeah, bro! Yeah, look at that shit! Dude, the, the, that's not, that doesn't even do it justice. The, fight, the photo of her on the night? On the night, bro? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Oh, man. She, she can fight. That was a really good back and forth fight. I think she was undefeated before then as well.
1: Um, she can fight, but damn, she ugly. Damn, she ugly. Which
0: is like, and she was versing Mackenzie Dern, who's like, Insta-fucking-fight milf, I guess you call her. Yeah, she's more than an Instagram fighter or something like that. It's like, what?
1: Yeah. But anyway, she beat Rob Schneider's brother. Yeah, true. I'll get to that. Um oh, I forgot what the next fight was. Charles
0: Oliveira versus Tony Ferguson. Ah, oh, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. For all of you Tony Ferguson fans out there, it was a sad, sad day. It really was. It was like watching It was like watching one of your heroes fall. He just he was the boogeyman. He's El Kakui. He's the guy that every time you count him out, he comes back and wins. Every time he gets hit, he fucking rolls, some assault, stands back up and kicks him in the face and elbows him somehow in between. He was, he's, he's the fucking, he's the magic man. And this fight I had ex, uh, expressed was expressed. I had um, said that it was like Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. If you don't play Mortal Kombat, you had no childhood. But it was, <laughs> it was, Scorpion versus Sub Zero. If you don't know what that is, they're like the same character, both ninjas. Just one wears, you know, yellow mask, one wears a fucking blue mask, and one's like the, the ice fighter, and one's the fire fighter. So it was kind of like that. It was like they have the exact same styles wicked scrambly jujitsu, elbows, you know, good kicks, great striking. And it, but it, and it was all Charles Oliveira. Also, apologies to Charles Oliveira, because in my second podcast, I referred to him as Alex Oliveira, and my bad. But everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. I don't know the words. Fuck you. Um, Charles Oliveira, it was his fight the whole fight. It was complete domination everywhere, on the ground, on the feet. He was hitting perfect double legs, like perfect double legs. It was like watching Tony Ferguson get Tony Ferguson. It was fucked. Yeah, it was and he just he it was essentially like the passing of the torch. But now I'm fully on Charles Oliveira's team and I reckon he has a very very good chance at winning that belt at 155 pounds and that's all I have to say about that. Rest in peace T-Ferg. He'll be back, maybe not. Taking a lot of damage. We'll see how it goes. And then the main card, the main event, sorry, was the fucking, one of the best fights I've seen ever. And from flyweights, which considering that Dana White was going to cancel the flyweight division a few years back, is nothing short of incredible. It was fucking amazing. Brandon Marino, holy shitballs. I don't know, for, for those who don't know, Brandon Marino was actually cut from the UFC a couple of years ago. Um, just because, I don't know, maybe it wasn't much of a draw, maybe it wasn't that exciting, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then he was brought back, and then he's been on a run, and now he has an all-time classic fight with Davis and Figueredo. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you guys watched the fight, but Brandon Marino got poked in the eye pretty bad, and then he got kneed to the nuts, harder than I've seen any other man get kneed in the nuts. Like, he went down and was gagging like, full gagging, and I, I actually was like, oh, well, this is over now, usually when a fighter gets kicked in the nuts that hard, it's, it's pretty much over, so to see him come back and fucking pretty much almost win the rest of the fight, I, I actually, i, I got to give round five to Figueredo, but, man, um, Figueredo got a point deducted for that, and then, it, but if, it actually felt like Marino won that fight, considering that Figueredo had a point deducted, but I actually called it a draw in round five. I was like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a draw because didn't like he had Figueredo in trouble a couple of times. But if he'd had dropped him, he
1: definitely would have won. But he just didn't quite, didn't quite take the belt from him, and that's what you have to do. In other fighting news.
0: YouTube sensation and blonde fuckboy, Jake Paul, has called out Conor McGregor via social media, where he calls his fiance a four out of ten and says you can do better. He calls him an Irish cunt, which in the American accent sounds way worse than the Australian accent. Like. He's like, "Oh, you Irish cunt. Like, it's fine in our voice. But if you're like, you Irish cunt, it's like, whoa, Jakey boy. Naughty, naughty. I don't know about that. Um, and then, what does he say after that? You're fighting Dustin Prober, which is just not that clever at all. I, I thought McGregor's P-head Poirier for back in the day was way more clever than Prober. But anyway, he said... He has less Instagram followers than my dog, which has got nothing to do with anything, really, who gives a shit. Dustin Poirier doesn't work hard on his Instagram. He works hard on his fighting abilities to be able to earn a fight, a second fight with Conor McGregor, unlike YouTube sensation and blonde fuckboy, Jake Paul. Man, I fucking hate the way combat sports are going in terms of like money fights, like, it just seems like a boxing fight's the safest way to call out a fucking killer, get paid to do it, and not get too fucked up, like, if they would challenge him to MMA fights, I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, awesome, go ahead, challenge him to an MMA fight, see how that goes, I already know, do you know what would happen if McGregor fought Jake Paul in an MMA fight, he'd kick him in the fucking knee until he was on the ground. And then he would just sma- smash his head in. Actually, I hope he does it. he wouldn't even do that. I hope he just choked him out. Because McGregor's a brown belt. I'd, that'd be beautiful. Although that's probably letting him off the hook, I'd, I'd suppose, if he said all those things about him. McGregor's not the co- most cool-tempered guy. So I think he probably would fuck him up a lot harder than that. But God, I don't, I don't, I don't like all that shit. I hope, I honestly hope that Connor doesn't fucking acknowledge it. Yeah, $50 million, man. That's so much fucking money. Those spoiled dudes can do whatever the fuck they want. What I thought was the best, though, was Dana White's reaction to it. Did you see that? So, he called Dana White. He said, let your boy fight. Dana White, you're a bitch. And shit, you know, just being a dick. Anyway. And he called Dana White a bitch. And Dana said... "Um, how about I let you fight Amanda Nunes instead? And she tweeted back and said, I'm in, which is the fucking best way to shut that down. Because what do you say? One, she'd probably knock him out. And for his perspective, if he was to actually ever entertain a, the idea of fighting Amanda Nunes, it's a lose-lose. He either gets knocked out by a woman
1: who, who is a fucking UFC champion, or he knocks out a woman. Both of them, not good for Publiss. So bad for you. But man,
0: I fucking, I really hope that doesn't materialize. I'm shocked that Floyd Mayweather is fighting Logan Paul. But like, can, can anything Floyd Mayweather do shock you? He's like a fucking strip club tycoon. And then he fought that Asian kickboxing prodigy two years ago and like pummeled him in the first round. Do you remember that? Um, My apologies, we had some technical issues involving thunderstorms, lightning, and of course, heavy rain. Mm, Back to the broadcast. Uh, um, So, yeah, Floyd versus Logan Paul. What in the fucking fuck sticks? Weird, very weird. What world do we live in? I mean, a lot of weird stuff happened this year. That fight being announced definitely made me go... I mean, it's weird. Made me go, it's weird. It's just weird. Hey, can you say weird a couple more times, Tom? Yeah, sure. Weird, weird, weird. Weird, weird, weird. <laughs> Fucking, I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, that fight's ludicrous. Logan's twice his size. I imagine that Floyd Mayweather is going to duck under every single punch he throws. Tire him out. Rip him to the body. Punch him in the head. Step on his toe. Whisper in his ear. Call him a slut. Who knows? Floyd flights. Floyd flights. Floyd Floyd flight. Um... Now taking passionate passengers to the Caribbean. Floyd flights. Floyd, I can't even say it. Floyd fights. Well, he fights well. (laughs) Fuck me. Oh, God, this is getting retarded. I'm going to stop talking about fights. Guys, I'm not feeling good today. I'm not on the ball. I'm sorry. I've had so much coffee to try and compensate for it, and I'm just, I'm not waking up. So we'll just, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up here with um, the good old-fashioned joke of the week. So ladies and gentlemen, still don't have stadium horns, by the way.
1: I have to do it myself because we're fucking low budget. And
0: this week's joke of the week. Wait, oh, <clears throat> I'll do it again. And this week's joke of the week. Yeah, that was good. This week's joke of the week um, isn't like a written joke per se, but um, this week's joke of the week uh, are people who wear hoodies that don't have sleeves. Are you hot? Are you cold? I'll tell you what you are. You're a fucking joke. It's joke of the buddy week, guys. It's joke of the week. Ah, it was still a joke the whole time. I gotcha, I gotcha good, um, I mean, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but yeah, I don't understand hoodies without sleeves, like, is it just, you're cold, but you're muscly as well? Fuck you and your jumper, or your singlet, or your jumplet, what do you, call, is it a jumplet? If it's a jumplet, double fuck you, if not, I just made that up and fuck me, but either way, if you wear something like that, you're a joke in my eyes heavy, very heavy. But anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Um, Next week will be the Christmas episode, so I'll be sure to be um, extremely festive next week. Um, Until then, kiss, hug, kiss, hug, kiss, hug. Lots of love. Thanks for listening. If you were standing in front of me, I'd give you a big hug, maybe a light pat on the bum if you're lucky.
1: But yeah, anyway, that's all for me this week. Thank you very much, guys. Toodaloo.